Welcome to The Intuitive Therapist with Janice R. Cohen, therapist, clairvoyant, empath, and medium. Listen in as she takes a no-nonsense, deep dive into real human struggles and how to resolve them. Janice will share channeled information from her spirit guide team, as well as angels and archangels, to help you master your emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual destiny. And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey, y'all. This is Janice Cohen, the intuitive therapist here on the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. I hope all's well with y'all since the last time you listened to me. Um, It's starting to get a little cooler here in Atlanta. I miss the summer already, y'all. It gets to be 80 degrees still, and I'm happy as a clam when it's that way. Uh, But when it starts to get in the 60s and the 50s, like you can like see my face get all snarled up because I have always been and I always will be a a summer girl. Fall always reminded me of school starting when I was a kid and I still feel traumatized because of that. So uh, like I said, uh, summer is my season. And uh, it was hard for me uh, as a kid to kind of find peace with that, that I had to start a new school year and the weather was the trigger, which leads me to the topic today. I want to talk to you about inner peace, how to find it and keep it, but I'm not going to talk to you about it in the same typical BS ways that most people talk about it, because I think a lot of people uh, find this idea of inner peace literally an idea, not only because they feel like it's elusive and they really can't ever have it or experience it, maybe they don't know exactly what it is, but it's, it's like a catchphrase, kind of like empower or authentic or those words that are so overused that they eventually mean diddly. So I want to talk to you today about some real things uh, and my hope is that it will help you uh, and as always if you feel like uh, these uh, these episodes are helpful please hop on, hop on over to iTunes take a few seconds rate and just write a review um, I'll come around to that commentary at the end like I always do. But for many years in my 30s, I struggled to find inner peace. And I spent many years very angry uh, at various things in my life. Um, The religious restrictions that my parents had put on us as children throughout our childhood, throughout college, and the pressures to comply with uh, the rules of the family, the powerlessness I felt to go against the family system rules because for me um, I just felt so constrained and I felt like I needed to rebel and I did y'all just saying Uh, and the helplessness I felt for having been emotionally victimized by people at different points in my life and it all came to a head in my 30s and I really was a very very angry woman had a big chip on my shoulder and uh and really, I ruined relationships and um, really almost sacrificed the relationships with my family because I uh, didn't know how to handle my anger. And uh, I had no clue how to find inner peace. And the hardest part, I think, as children that we have is that we have little control over what happens to us in our lives. Our choices and decisions are dictated by the adults in our lives parents, teachers, relatives. We have little say in daily living matters because 
We're not given permission to think for ourselves for the most part. I think in uh, rare circumstances, is a child encouraged to think for themselves? And I make a kind of general statement about that. I don't say that there aren't adults who don't encourage kids to think for themselves. But really, childhood is about uh, compliance. It's about following rules. It's about learning guidelines. Uh, and it's about really adults knowing better to make decisions for you. So, like I said, our choices and decisions are dictated by parents, teachers, relatives. We have little say, say in daily living matters because we're not given permission to really think for ourselves. More so, when I really think about it, we, we don't have the emotional maturity or the intellectual fortitude to make independent decisions until kind of later on in life, you know, where we start to have some sort of maturity. And unfortunately, there's some listeners, those of you who've had to grow up very, very early in life, uh, where you cultivated independence in an early age. And I have a lot of clients who, at a very early age, were forced to um, make some adult decisions and think like an adult. Maybe it was because your parents worked and you needed to take care of yourself after school until they got home. Maybe you had some unfortunate events happen to you as you grew up that pushed you to develop a strategic way of thinking, anticipating potential threatening events that caused you to trust only yourself. Maybe like me, you felt at times controlled by your parents' rules, so much so that your, your desire to rebel forced you to take back control of what you did and with whom you spent your time. What I know for sure is this, y'all, that the only thing that we have control over is what we ingest, what we expel, what we think, feel, and do. That's it. Outside of that, y'all, we attempt to influence situations and people. That's about it. We make attempts to do that. Maybe over and over and over again, but to no avail. The result is what it is, and we have to deal with it. Inner peace comes in one way and one way only, in my opinion. From the moment you decide to let go of the helplessness you feel and embrace your inner strength and need to have calm in your heart and your mind, that's really the only way it comes. It's not a decision, y'all. Actually, it is a decision. It's not a, uh, an action. It's something that you consciously choose. Many people find that Inner peace is a pretty tough thing to have, let alone maintain. I know there are many people out there who'll tell you how simple it is to achieve it, and you might look at them, given the state of your life, and laugh at them and go, you are so full of it. Because that ain't happening in my life. I got too many stressors. Inner peace is not even an option. And it's not that they're lying to you, y'all, but in my opinion, as nice and soft and silky as having inner peace sounds, it really does take a conscious effort and attention. Again, it is the decision you make to have it that allows it. And for many, that makes it hard to have. So many of you think holding on to anger, grief, betrayal, and the pain that you've experienced in your life gives you power and control as if that somehow represents inner peace. But my friend, it does not. In fact, what that does is it brings you more pain over time because you begin to believe that holding on to pain will keep you prepared and pain-free. But you couldn't be farther from the truth. 
The minute you decide to forgive yourself for holding on to pain is the moment that you set yourself free, and it's the moment that you usher in inner peace. I'm sure you've heard the saying that the only person that's hurt from holding on to pain is the one that holds on to it. The perpetrator perpetrator will never be affected, and that is entirely true. You think that being angry at your partner, your parent, your friend, your boss, or anyone else who you believe has harmed you will put you in a one-up position, but it really doesn't. When you do that, you hold on to anger and pain for what somebody else's limitations have caused you. You end up robbing yourself of precious time to bring joy into your life. That is all on you, my friend. That is all you. So I wanted to give you the down low on inner peace and how to really have it and keep it. I do need to talk about, for sure, like I said, holding on to the negativity, uh, knowing that really the person that holds on to it is the one that's affected by it. Because really, for the most part, you can't make somebody else feel bad for what you feel bad about. So y'all have heard me talk about sharing what I've learned in my life. And this perhaps is one of the most important concepts for me to share. I teach what I wish somebody had taught me. I didn't have somebody who taught me about how to deal with tough stuff, let alone how to cultivate inner peace. I really wish I did because I wasted so much of my life, period, whether it was a day, a month, 10 years, it was a lot, being pissed off. And it was a waste. But I look back, and in all honesty, I was scared to stand up to my parents. And with regard to events of my past, in all honesty, I was not equipped with the tools to get beyond the negative emotions that I really held tightly onto. So I always feel compelled to give people the truth about life uh, as I know it, as well as shortcuts to finding and keeping what they want and even more so what they need to keep. So here's something I want you to remember. Where your focus goes, energy flows. It's true. It will always be true. You will always get what you focus on. When I first heard this, I, I threw it in my brain and I thought, okay, well, that's just another saying that just sounds, that rhymes. It's very rhymey. Sounds good. But now, that statement has a deeper meaning for me. And it carries with it deep-rooted truths about how you can create a particular quality of life for yourself. And it really has impacted the kind of life that I lead. Because over and over and over again, it's proven itself. Focused attention, focused energy equals created outcome. I'll say it again. Focused attention, focused energy equals created outcome. If you want more of something and less of something else, focused attention and focused energy will become your best friend. This is the key to having and maintaining inner peace. This is the key to rejuvenating your life, your faith in yourself, and in a higher power and faith in life being sweet and good. Because in spite of the crap that's happened to us, we can find sweetness and goodness We can find those moments in our lives, and we can create many of them ourselves once we decide to. 
I was thinking about this and I thought, you know, I want to give y'all some concrete uh, ways to find inner peace. I came up with a few. I'm going to share them with you. Please feel free to let me know uh, how they impact you. So the first uh, way to find inner peace is something I kind of already talked about, which is decide that you're going to have it. As I mentioned before, anything you want to have in your life is always one decision away. Anything, y'all. There is no condition in your life that you can't change as, a, as you move forward. Now, you may not be able to uh, have magic and uh, if God forbid you're paralyzed or have a limitation like that or uh, sight is poor that uh, you can reclaim that. But when it comes to having a different perspective, a different outlook, different beliefs, you can decide to do that. You can't change the past, but you can certainly use your past to create a better future. So decide now that you're no longer held prisoner by your anger, your pain, your grief, and helplessness. And then take actions that will support your new way of being. And I always recommend that you seek out therapeutic help if you can't do it on your own. You know, we're not meant to necessarily deal with everything on our own. And there are people who are very, very gifted, very talented, who are just waiting to help us, like me. I will say, I'm great at what I do, and I love to help people. And I know there are tons of people out there, coaches and therapists and counselors, who are also very, very talented and are ready to help. So find somebody if you feel like you can't do it on your own. You need somebody to, who's neutral to help you learn how to let go of what doesn't serve you and to develop new beliefs and uh, a new perspective. The second way of finding inner peace is to let go of what doesn't serve you and make room for the new. Piggybacking on my first point, look at what you hold on to that doesn't enrich your life. I guarantee you, you could think of one thing <laughs> that you do or that you have in your life that you're like, you know, probably be better if I let go of that. If you can, um, use it as a motivating element to propel you forward, whatever it is that doesn't serve you, then that's really actually making good use of it. But if you're holding on to a relationship, a past experience, or a belief that brings negativity in your life, then you've got to take a good hard look at your life and decide what you're going to allow in your inner circle and what you're not. You see, most of our relationships are not meant to last, although most of us really like to think that, oh, we meet somebody, we have chemistry, uh, you know, it's good, and we just want it to last and not have to, to look for anybody else. But uh, there are a lot of relationships that aren't supposed to work out because we got to learn stuff from them to prepare us for our ideal mate. So most relationships aren't going to last. Most of your jobs aren't meant to last. And everything, I mean, everything happens for your growth. I can't say that I can rationalize bad things, but I can say you can always grow from them. Figure out what the purpose of those people and situations are and go forth with purpose. Number three, have compassion for yourself when you struggle and have compassion for others in their struggle. The two highest vibrational emotions are love and compassion. Did you know that? 
it's been said that God carries those two emotions on his first and second finger, the ones that are closest to him. And um, when you have these two, there's no way you can anger easily. There's no way you can be reactive and you will not take what others do personally. In addition, when you cultivate love and compassion for yourself during times of struggle, you will not be so hard on yourself when you make mistakes or have difficulties. It's impossible. I've had to make cultivating love and compassion a top priority for myself and others. I, like you, spent a great deal of time being too hard on myself. And in all honesty, I still beat myself up about specific things. It's really weird. It bothers me. It makes me feel worse. And I'm human. And I have to get over those stupid things I beat myself up about. Uh, and I am still a work in progress. But I am making a conscious decision to choose love and compassion for myself. And others in, in times of struggle really has made my life a heck of a lot easier. And when I do this, um, it allows me to almost like take a breath. That I'm able to catch myself more often than not. When people bring their uh, energy, they bring their stuff to me, not as a therapist, but as a person, I'm able almost to take a step back and go, ah, that, I see, that's your stuff. But I don't have to take it on. I don't have to own it. So when I do that, it allows me to simply concentrate on me and how I can use that moment to be a better version of myself and calm my heart down and raise my vibration by choosing to have love and compassion. So number four, ch change your physiology and your environment. You want inner peace? Well, guess what, y'all? You have to do inner peace. In a world that has a lot of nastiness and negativity, and this world can be a very nasty, mean place, you have to become inner peace. You have to do inner peace, y'all. That means that you get yourself out of situations that induce inner conflict. And you have to connect with the most peaceful part of your life. Maybe that's going out in nature on a regular basis to connect with the energy of the ground and the universe. Maybe it means incorporating music that brings energy, uh, brings your energy up and allows you to feel more powerful or perhaps more relaxed. Maybe it's having more joy. Maybe it's doing things that you... Uh, thought you couldn't do, challenging uh, your limiting beliefs, moving your body and changing your environment allows you to connect with your mind in a way that you could not connect if all you did was stay in your head. It helps you work through whatever thoughts and beliefs that, ha that you have that cause you pain. I was recently working with a young young lady, she's 24, struggles with anxiety, with OCD, uh, and she also has uh, an eating disorder. And she came in the other day, she's just out of her mind, like, uh, and I don't mean she's crazy, but I mean she's just out of her mind, over the top anxious, and all she kept saying is, I can't take this, I can't take this, the thoughts won't stop, the thoughts won't stop. And one of the things that she has said since the beginning of our working together, which was about three sessions ago, is that uh, she said, you know, Janice, if I felt like I had a purpose, if I just had a purpose right now, I'm just, there's nothing for me to look forward to. Uh, yes, she has depression too, y'all. Uh, then I would feel 
like there's, like there's something to look forward to. Like I've got a reason to live. Of course, I made sure that she was not uh, suicidal, actively suicidal. She's, she's safe. She's good. But by the time we got done with the session, um, I was grateful uh, for sure that Spirit came through with some ideas about how really the bottom line is she had to get out of her head. She had to get out of the over-focus on herself uh, and, um, and go help other people. She is unbelievably gifted as a fitness expert. Uh, and so uh, Spirit was able to identify how she could give back to little kitties in shelters and develop a program for them and have fun and be in the be in a state with children it's like that's the best that's the best place being in a kid state and over time as we talked about fighting off those voices and doing things differently you know when she starts to have uh that that uh, obsessive and critical voice that comes up when she feels like you know her mind is going a million miles an hour I tell her to do 10 burpees immediately. Um, and I, that's a lot. And I don't even know if I could even do one, but she's in great shape. So uh, that's her task is the minute her mind starts to uh, kind of go off, off track, she's to do something. Same way you do inner peace. You do it. It's, it is a state of mind, but you have to be able to reinforce the state of mind through action. Number six, gratitude and focus on others. This, this was just the story that I was telling you about. It may sound hokey, y'all, but being grateful truly does shift your emotional state from the negative to the positive. And I always tell my clients that if you want to create a new feeling that's positive, then you have to do what it takes to create it. And 100% of the time, you can do that by doing for others. Uh, give your time, money, efforts to make somebody else's life easier and inner peace truly is, is yours, literally, immediately. I'm a huge proponent of being thankful. Every night I have a ritual. I've talked about this in other podcasts. I have a ritual where I lay on, on my left side. I don't know why I lay on my left side. I guess because I go to sleep on my right. I lay on my left side, and I just start listing all the things I'm grateful for, from the socks on my feet. Y'all, I have cold feet when I first get to the bed. Um, to the ability to see, hear, smell, taste, touch, uh, walk, run, sit, stand. The, the, the p- little pain that I have in my body to know that I, I can feel. I'm not paralyzed to be able to help people to have the family that I have and my friends and this, this nice uh, bed to rest in and the water to shower and like everything And I go and I go and I go until I can't go anymore. Until I've listed every possible thing that I'm grateful for. uh, Including the challenges. I'm grateful. Including the spiritual support I get. I'm grateful for waking up every day. I'm grateful. And once I'm done with that, I turn over to my right side and go to sleep. And then every day I wake up, very first thing I do is I thank God for, for the day. And I say, thank you, God, for returning my soul back to me with compassion. Abundant is your faithfulness. That's how I start my day. Um, gratitude and giving to others is amazing. It is the quickest way to get you out of depression. 
going and doing something for somebody else because you take the attention off you and put it on somebody else. And if you want to find and maintain inner peace, you have to change your story about you and your life. You have to decide to live your life differently. You have to let go of the beliefs and thoughts that keep you bound to the past and its pain. You don't have time to waste y'all being angry, sad, resentful, or anything negative. Life ends on a dime in the New York Minute at the drop of a hat. What are you going to do with this moment right now? If you don't know, then you got to find somebody who can help you learn how to find and cultivate inner peace so that you can live your life committed to it. I hope this episode has been helpful. I hope it's given you some cues and clues about how to begin to develop a relationship with inner peace that is, that's true and lasting and real. It is not elusive. It is something that you can have very quickly. And it's something that it's everybody's right to have. There's nobody on that, that needs to suffer in this world. But everybody can experience inner peace. I hope you've enjoyed today. Uh, if you feel like you'd like a reading around anything, give me a call. 404-558-3971. Uh, write me, Janice at JaniceRCohen.com. It'd be my pleasure to do a reading for you. If you also, like I said you know, at the beginning, if you feel like this podcast is has been helpful, please hop over to iTunes, rate and review it. Just write a little bit of a review. I'd love to see the comments. They've been so just amazing amazing to read and and every day i'm getting emails and phone calls of people all over the world listening and i can't tell you how grateful i am for that and i love each and every one of you for listening to me each time i come on um so please reach out if you need some help with something please call me or email me i work with people all over the world therapeutically so uh We don't have to be in the same state. We could totally, totally do good work together over the computer um, in a safe and confidential way. I wish you a wonderful day, a blessed week, and as always, live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist with Janice R. Cohen. If you like what you heard, The best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review at iTunes. 